Episode number 717. In person, online, or a blend? You're listening to the official BNI podcast with BNI founder and chief visionary officer, Dr. Ivan Meisner. Stay tuned for networking and referral marketing tips from the man who's been called the father of modern networking, along with suggestions and insights into getting the most from your membership in the world's largest networking organization, BNI. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the official BNI podcast. I'm Priscilla Rice, and I'm coming to you from Live Oak Recording Studio in Berkeley, California, and I'm joined on the phone today by the founder and the chief visionary officer of BNI, Dr. Ivan Meisner. Hello, Ivan. How are you, and where are you? Well, I'm still uh, zooming around the world. Uh, I'm, I'm talking to you from my home office in Austin, but I've been zooming around the world to Hong Kong, China, Peru, uh, and India, and uh, many more to come. It's wow. the one. One nice thing about Zoom is I get to see a lot of uh, uh, events. I get to attend a lot of BNI events. Yeah, that's so great. I love that. So tell us a little bit about what we're discussing here. Yeah. So uh, let me give you a, a little backstory, and then uh, I'll talk about the networking in person, online, or a blend. In 2017, I was sitting in the back of a senior leadership meeting uh, for BNI, and this group was talking about the future of the organization and uh, they wanted to you know look ahead to see what kind of opportunities and challenges uh, there might be they were bni directors a small group of select directors and someone from the group looked over at me and said hey you're the chief visionary officer what what do you see Uh for the future of the company And, and this was in 2017 so i stood in the room and i boldly said that uh because of advancements in mixed reality, 3D technologies, holographic technologies, I thought that the future of networking was likely to be online. And while I thought that might raise a few eyebrows, instead it raised voices. The pushback I got was, no way, no way. That was the overwhelming chorus of voices in response to my proclamation. So the, the pushback was almost complete with the exception of a couple of millennials that were in the room. One of them said to me, um, not the millennials, the others, um, really? Asked this one guy who was really incredulous, really? You're the founder of the world's largest in-person networking organization, and you honestly think that we'll transition to online? And then somebody else said, never. That's never going to happen. And I, 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 he, he went on to say, I can't believe that you would actually think that. So I relearned a valuable lesson that day, and that is that when you're when you have a bold vision, um, as a rule, as a rule, don't just blurt it out. Uh-huh. Instead, ease people into that vision. <laughs> um, people aren't receptive to massive change at first. They need to be eased into that change whenever possible. Uh, I uh, have done a blog, and I think we did a podcast on it, The Cats on the Roof. Did I do a, a, a yeah, podcast uh-huh. on that yet? Yep. Yeah. So. Look, look for the podcast on the cats on the roof or the blog I did, the cats on the roof. And we'll try and put a link in for, for both of those here. Uh, so once I recognized the error of my ways by just blurting it out, what I did over the next year was to begin to talk to company, talk at company events about disruption and how companies could become complacent in their delivery of services and how they could sometimes uh, not see the train coming down the track at them. 
And I spoke, as I, I know I have in previous podcasts, about Kodak and Sears and Blockbuster as examples of what happens if a company becomes complacent with their operations. So I had hoped that these stories would get uh, directors and eventually members thinking about disruption. I wrote an article about disruption. We'll try and put a link in this podcast uh, uh, transcript to, to the article I wrote at Entrepreneur about uh, disruption. And uh, I, I've been talking about it then for, for over a year. Then in December of 2018, I wrote another article for Entrepreneur about the change that I saw coming in networking organizations like the one I suggested a year earlier that caused such a vocal reaction when I brought it up. And I reintroduced this concept uh, more than a year after I blurted it out because I felt that it, it was really important to lay the groundwork uh, more effectively uh, about why I think this is, is coming. And you can see the, the formal prediction that I made in an article on Entrepreneur will include that link as well. Take a look at that because I wrote that in 2018. It was at entrepreneur.com and, and I talked about how online was going to become critical. Um, over time, I referred people uh, in my organization to these two articles to help them prepare mentally for what I believed was coming back then. And, and granted, I saw this development because of the emergence of technology, not a virus, but I saw it coming nonetheless. In mid-January of 2020, I was at a mastermind event where we were doing an exercise led by Kian Gohar, who's the founder of Geolab. And it was uh, his moonshot exercise. And this is January 2020. And he asked us to create a vision of what we wanted embraced within our organization that year. And my vision was that by the end of 2020, that, that the management, the senior management of our company would see the inevitable fact that the future of networking would be at least in part online. Now, that was January 2020. Little did I know, but at the end of that month, we would fully embrace that vision in, uh, in, in China and some other countries. And then uh, gradually, we expanded that. Now, credit for this needs to go to our CEO, uh, Graham Weinmiller, who saw, uh, he was looking around a corner and he saw that COVID was going to be a far bigger problem in the organization than anyone else. Uh, thought it would be. And by the end of January, as I said, we transitioned to Asia. By February, we transitioned much of Europe. And by March of 2020, he, the franchisees, members, and the global support team had transitioned the entire organization to online. And this was no small feat. In January 2020, the company had 9,700 networking groups that were meeting in person every week. By March of 2020, we had over 9,700 groups um, meeting online every week. And um, this was a pivot of monumental proportions. Since that time, the company has added more than five or 600 additional chapters, bringing the total number of, of our groups to well over 10,000 chapters uh, worldwide. And virtually all of these groups were meeting online for most of 2020. What, what seemed completely unfathomable to most people just a couple of years earlier became the norm within two years of uh, two and a half years of my prediction. So that leads me to the topic of this podcast. Question now within the company is what does the future hold for meetings going forward? And in previous podcasts I talk about I talked a lot about be patient. Take a deep breath. 
Hope is more powerful than fear. BNI is a beacon of hope in a sea of fear. We get that. Uh, it's an important question, and the answer to that question has not been settled, but it is under discussion. What I'm going to share is not BNI policy, it's talking points. And this process uh, has begun with a, a survey of over 2,300 members from around the world asking them if they would like their networking meetings to be in person only, uh, online only, or a blend of online and in person meetings. Now, I'm going to share the results with you. And I'm going to actually include a graphic here, uh, a PNG or a JPEG graphic of the data that I'm about uh, to share with you. A as you can see in the results in that graphic, one third of the members of this survey wanted to go back completely to in-person meetings. However, 16% wanted to stick with online meetings only. So one third said in-person meetings only. 16% said online meetings only, and a whopping, whopping, considering the attitude just two years prior, uh, of almost 51% of the members surveyed were in favor of a blend of meeting both in person and online. Now, just a few years ago, what was unthinkable to most leaders in the organization was now very possible for two-thirds of the people surveyed by the organization. Because of the continuous advancements in technology, the move to online networking meetings was inevitable. I want to repeat that. Because of advancements in technology, the move to online networking meetings was, in my opinion, inevitable. The spread of COVID simply expedited imminent disruption that lay ahead. And I am so incredibly proud of this organization because we didn't allow that disruption to shut us down. Instead, we faced it head on, which is what a company should do. It's what the clients of a company should do. It's what the Local directors of our organization should, should have done and did. It's what you, the members, should have done and did. I believe we can lead the disruption or we can be disrupted. That is the mantra that entrepreneurs must embrace to survive in the 21st century. For networking groups, that means that it's, it's time to embrace the inevitable transition to some variation of meetings online. Now, you got to hear my message. I'm not saying we're all moving online. I'm saying that I do believe that a blended approach might be the perfect time for, for that, might be the perfect time for a blended approach. For most business people, meeting in person and shaking someone's hand when it's safe for us to do that again has no online equivalent. And I agree with that. That's why I think a transition that is a blended variation of meeting online and meeting in person is brilliant. And it's low-hanging fruit for BNI chapters that 
are in cities that have uh, snow days, that's an easy yes. But even for other chapters around the world, I think some blended version is likely to be in our future. That doesn't mean you're not going to go back to meeting in person. You, you may, but keep your eye on the technology because things are changing. That's my message. Priscilla, any thoughts? Yeah. Well, we've been thinking about it in our group, and uh, I think the ideal relationship would be three online meetings and one in person. And on the one in person, you would make kind of festive, you know, yeah. like you could have a potluck or whatever and make it, you know, just really special. Well, I love the idea of, of three and one. Uh, again, that's not company policy. I love that idea. I'm not sure I'd make it festive. I would, in fact, try to have a regular BNI meeting. That would be my suggestion. Well, of course. Uh, I, would, I mean, I, I'm not assuming yeah. you wouldn't have a regular meeting, but just yeah. And, we, and have, if you're doing a regular meeting, you know, it's probably going to be in a restaurant, but um, it's likely to change from being uh, and maybe maybe have a little longer, have some time after the meeting for people to network a little bit longer. Mm -hmm. uh, but I think you know, if if I were a member of a chapter, I think that's what I'd be leaning towards is you know, three online and one in person. One of the benefits of that is that as companies grow and get more successful, they travel and they, they can still attend uh, most of the meetings if the chapter is traveling. Mm -hmm. I know we're over time, um, but I appreciate your suggestion and I, and I like that idea. Remember everyone, this is not policy. This is a discussion. <laughs> Be patient. Right. We'll get through this. I am so proud of all of you and how we made it through this COVID craziness. We will be okay. Eggbach, everything's going to be okay, I promise. Back to you, Priscilla. Okay, thank you so much, Ivan. That was great. Well, that's it for this week. I'd like you to know that this podcast is sponsored by MeisnerAudioprograms.com. These audio programs will provide you with the tools and the inspiration to powerfully enhance your BNI experience and help you boost your business. So check out the great material available to you at MeisnerAudioprograms.com and use the promo code IVAN50 for 50% off all the audio programs and all the proceeds are going to go to the BNI Foundation. So thank you so much for listening. This is Priscilla Rice and we look forward to having you join us again next week for another exciting episode of the official BNI Podcast.